0: This is Sarah Lemon, author of The Whole Dish blog and food writer for the Mail Tribune newspaper in Southern Oregon. This podcast is produced by the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. Find it online at mailtribune.com forward slash podcasts and read my blog, The Whole Dish. At mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. Valentine's Day has come and gone. As a concession to the holiday, my most recent blog post featured a brownie, but a more wholesome version of this just classic decadent treat that's a little too rich for me. Banana bread brownies incorporate, as the name implies, ripe bananas, some peanut butter, some quick rolled oats, and almond flour for a gluten-free treat, in fact, or one that is just higher in protein and sort of lower in refined carbohydrates. You can find that one on my blog at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish posted February 14th under the headline, go bananas for lighter brownie. It's not the first time I've posted a little bit of an offbeat take on this treat. I don't have a vendetta against brownies, I promise, even though they aren't something I naturally gravitate to. In fact, last year for Valentine's Day, I did post a podcast with a really legit brownie recipe, Forever Brownies. These featured some malted milk powder to really just heighten that ultra chocolatey, like nostalgic flavor, I think people associate with this treat and with the holiday in particular. That podcast is episode 141, and you can find it on the Mail Tribune's website. The easiest way to do that is to search in the field at the upper right hand corner of the page under the magnifying glass and enter the terms podcast and brownies, and it should come right up. For previous holidays, again, I went more with a kind of (laughs) anti-chocolate stance, trying to encourage people toward heart health, really caring for your loved ones this time of year with brownies that have some nutritional value associated with them. One of my favorites is for a flourless brownie, And this also would be considered gluten-free and is particularly suited, I think, to people who not only are on special diets, but need a nutrition boost protein in particular because it features black lentils. This is one I know my family would love. My partner happens to love lentils. My younger son really loves lentils as well. This was posted to my blog February 3rd, 2017. So you can find that in the blog archives at blogs.esouthernoregon.com forward slash rogue hyphen valley hyphen food. And if you select from the archives tab on the right-hand side of the page, select February 2017, and then page all the way down to the third because they're published in reverse order for this post headlined Black Lentils Make Fiber Protein Packed Brownies. I'll share that one in this podcast, as well as a recipe that ran Back in 2015, in the Mail Tribune's food section, with a story I wrote at the time when I was the food section editor, all about beets. Everyone's favorite, right? And I remember my editor gave me some grief over this one. Nobody likes beets, of course. Well, okay, I'll give you that people might be a little bit taken aback by bright magenta risotto styled pasta with beets I think a little bit more acceptable to most people now because it's become a staple on restaurant menus is shaved golden beet carrot and radish salad or any recipe with beets roasted beets in particular with goat cheese is kind of their classic companion now at least for going on a decade. But I think the recipe that was really the standout in this bunch is fudgy, dark chocolate beet brownies. I'm going to say it again. I think my partner would actually love these. He loves beets, roasted beets in particular. But this is a great way to sneak some wholesome foods into your family's diet, whether it's an adult in the house who doesn't eat as much vegetables as he or she should, or it's kids who just need that little nudge in the right direction. I think these fudgy, dark chocolate beet brownies are winners. And these are easy to find as well from this story that is still on the Mail Tribune's website from March 11th, 2015. Again, enter on the right-hand side of the page where the magnifying glass button is, the terms beets and brownies, and it should come right up. Fudgy, dark chocolate beet brownies. I'm going to share this recipe in this podcast as well. First, the recipe for flourless brownies with black lentils that's three cups of cooked black lentils now if you're unfamiliar with black lentils also known as beluga lentils grocery stores bulk sections can be a great place to find these and of course if you're not sure whether this is a food you would eat outside the context of this dish you can buy just what you need from the bulk section which is great of course One and a half cups of dry lentils will cook up to three cups black lentils. Or you could also find these online and most likely packaged on aisles with grains and legumes in your grocery store. It also calls for two cups milk chocolate chips, a half cup unsweetened applesauce. That's for moisture here. Two eggs, two teaspoons vanilla extract, two tablespoons unsweetened cocoa powder, and a half teaspoon salt. Preheat the oven to 350 degrees Fahrenheit. In a bowl of a food processor, puree the lentils, those three cups cooked black lentils. Now, of course, you'll have to plan ahead to cook them prior to making this recipe. An instant pot is a great way to cook these really, really quickly if you have that brand or another multi-cooker, but lentils, unlike beans, actually don't require pre-soaking. You can cook them completely from dry in a fairly reasonable amount of time, maybe half an hour or so on the stovetop. It would steer clear of canned lentils, however, though, which are going to have a lot of added salt, which is just inherent to the canning process. That's not something you want in this recipe. So along with those three cups cooked black lentils, add to the food processor bowl, the two cups milk chocolate chips, the half cup unsweetened applesauce, the two eggs, crack each into a separate bowl and then pour them into the food processor to ensure you don't get shells or bad egg, and the two teaspoons vanilla extract. Add the two tablespoons unsweetened cocoa powder and the half teaspoon salt. Puree until that's well combined. Line an eight by eight inch baking pan with parchment paper, leaving enough paper to stick out from the sides. Spoon the batter into the pan. It's gonna be thick, but these are a dense brownie. And bake in the preheated 350 degree oven for about 30 to 35 minutes. Allow to cool before cutting these brownies. And that makes 8 to 10 servings of flourless brownies. And that recipe is originally from the Nicholas Children's Hospital in Miami. And it came to me courtesy of Tribune News Service. And that was posted to my blog, The Whole Dish, February 3rd, 2017. Under the headline, Black Lentils Make Fiber Protein-Packed Brownies. So you can find that one on my blog archives at blogs.esouthernoregon.com forward slash rogue hyphen valley hyphen food. Now for the recipe for these fudgy dark chocolate beet brownies. Stay with me here. (laughs) I think these are going to be a hit. It calls for a half pound fresh beet scrubbed and trimmed. You do want the dark beets for these. The oxblood beets as they're also known. You don't want a fancy heirloom type like a chioga that has the spiral in the center alternating between the red and the white or golden beads for this. You want the beads to really blend into the color of the chocolate. Now, granted, they're still going to stand out a little bit. When you slice these, you're going to see some magenta inclusions, but they're really pretty actually. And in fact, if this recipe doesn't convince kids to eat beets I don't know what will I've heard the tip oh characterize this as a quote-unquote princess food (laughs) for girls at least this beautiful magenta color but these are also really tasty as well so scrub and trim those half pound fresh beets if you get them in a bunch obviously they're gonna have some root ends attached they're gonna have most likely some leaves and stems. You can get beets totally topped, but the tops are delicious. The really tender leaves in salads, and then you can saute the thicker, coarser leaves. And I think they're just lovely. They're not even nearly as strong in flavor as chard or kale if you commonly consume those greens. The recipe also calls for two sticks of salted butter, plus more for greasing the parchment paper in the pan eight ounces dark chocolate that's been chopped, or you can use an equal amount of dark chocolate chips, three eggs at room temperature, one teaspoon vanilla extract, one cup packed golden brown sugar, one and a quarter cup self-purpose flour, one and a half teaspoons baking powder, and a quarter teaspoon salt. Place the beets, that half pound fresh beets that you've scrubbed and trimmed in a saucepan and add water to cover by a half inch. Set over medium heat and bring to a boil. Reduce the heat and simmer for 25 to 35 minutes until the beets are tender. Drain and transfer to an ice bath until cool, and then transfer the cooled beets to a food processor and pulse until minced. So you're gonna get very small pieces. These are well incorporated into the batter. Preheat the oven to 350 degrees Fahrenheit, and then line a nine by nine inch brownie pan with parchment paper. Lightly coat with some butter in a medium microwave safe bowl, melt the two sticks unsalted butter with the eight ounces dark chocolate that's chopped or the equivalent of dark chocolate chips. It's helpful to sort of do this in bursts in the microwave, stirring in between. I recently had an episode where butter just absolutely exploded in a geyser all over my microwave and I've had little spatters before and I've of course paid attention to the conventional wisdom to watch butter as it's melting in the microwave because it can spatter but I would recommend no more than 30 second bursts at a time on this stirring between each until this chocolate is completely melted into the butter. In a large mixing bowl with an electric mixer beat the three eggs that are at room temperature for about 30 seconds add the one teaspoon vanilla extract and the one cup packed golden brown sugar, mixing on medium high until the mixture is light and airy for about two minutes. Reduce the mixer speed and add the minced beets from the food processor bowl. Then slowly add the melted chocolate butter mixture, mixing until that's just combined. Slowly add the one and a quarter cups all-purpose flour The one and a half teaspoons baking powder and the quarter teaspoon salt. Mix until combined. Pour the batter into the prepared pan and smooth the top with a spatula. Bake in the preheated 350 degree oven for 30 to 35 minutes until a knife inserted in the center comes out clean. Remove from the oven, allow the brownies to cool before cutting and serving. And that makes about 16 to 25 brownies, depending on how large you cut those. And that recipe ran with the Mail Tribune's March 11th, 2015 story under the headline, Can't Beat Cold Weather Crops that was in the Meal Tribune's food section, but it's still on the website. And you can find that by entering in the search field on the right-hand side of the page, the terms beets and brownies. (laughs) See what comes up? Give this one a try. Your family deserves some wholesome foods, particularly the days after Valentine's Day and these two versions of brownies, one with beets, one with high fiber, high protein lentils are just a great place to start tweaking some favorites for a little bit more health, a little bit more interest. I'll be right there with you. You can also check out my latest blog post from February 14th under the headlines, Go Bananas for Lighter Brownie. And this one, of course, has some other redeeming, wholesome ingredients. And that's at Mealtribune.com forward slash lifestyle, forward slash the, hyphen whole, hyphen dish. Thanks for listening to and reading The Whole Dish.